You see, God has blessed you with the pastoral leadership for three years of your pastor. And we have to say thank you. First of all, God didn't have to do it. But he did. And uh, the Bible teaches us that we ought to say thank you, Lord. All you got to do is read the book of Psalms. It's over and over again. We ought to say thank you, Lord. I just want to say to each of you who are part of the family of Forest Baptist Church and its leadership for the willingness to set aside some time to acknowledge God by acknowledging the gift of God that he has given you in your pastor. So today I just wanted to start off with saying thank you. You know, the old folks used to say it this way. If you don't learn how to say thank you when God gives you something, Eventually, you're going to be like the old farmer. You don't miss your water until your well runs dry. Hello, somebody. For some of us, or for some of the visitors who might not know and understand, that being a pastor is not something you go to school to be. Now, I know that a lot of people are confused but, but you don't go to school to be a pastor. I wish I had a witness. Because the first thing is, in order to be a pastor, you got to first be called. Hello, somebody. And if you talk to most of us who know that we know we were called, we would tell you we wish we wasn't called. Oh, yeah, Amen. Because it is indeed a heavy responsibility. And if we start looking at ourselves, we'd be like Moses. We would come up with 101 reasons why not me, Lord. Hello, somebody. Not me, Lord. But what you got to understand is that when God calls you, you got to answer. Hello, somebody. Now, I, I don't think that when... Pastor Jamal left high school. He had any intention in coming to Louisville. Hello, somebody. And, and I believe that there's, there's one way I can show you that is because when he graduated, he went to Michigan State in Michigan. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But somebody say, but God. You see, God blessed him to spend Years in Michigan with us. And uh, I'll be honest with you. I had plans for the boy. <laughs> I mean, not that I didn't love Louisville, but I had some plans. <laughs> Amen. But I understand that God's calling is higher than what I would call. Hello, somebody. God's calling is much higher. So the steps of a calling of pastor is not just going to school. And I also need to let you know that as a church, because sometimes there are people who get confused. 
they will say, we called him. We voted him in. Well, you got to understand a couple of things now. You can't do what God don't allow you to do. Now, I, I want to get to the text today, but before I get to the text, I want to just illustrate something to help you all. Somebody say, stay focused. Stay focused. Say it again. One more time. So now, y'all said that three times. So don't let the devil tell you that Pastor Stan came and said we wasn't focused. I say to what? Okay, to stay focused. And, and, and I want to illustrate something um, to show you and to help you stay focused. Now, I mentioned earlier in my opening remarks that God has blessed and given you a gift. But what I've discovered is sometimes we don't appreciate the gift because we don't like how the gift comes. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Now, Um, I need to pick somebody out to be picked on. <laughs> Red, come on down. Yeah, yeah, come on down, yeah. <laughs> and let's see here, I need another volunteer. Let's see here. Hmm. Ashley, come on down. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> come on, come on down. I mean, since we're here, we might as well have some fun. <laughs> now, I got three gifts here. Okay. And wait a minute, I got it. Don't that look good? <laughs> you ever get hungry? Okay. All right, well, I'm going to put your gift bag together here so when you get hungry. Wait a minute. Okay. Now, I was saying how some people don't often um, understand the benefit of the gift because sometimes they don't like how the gift comes. They don't sometimes like how the package is. But now, I got three gifts here. You ain't got to work to work for them. I'm going to give them to you. Okay? I'm going to give them to you. Okay? All you got to do is be willing to receive. Okay? Now, I want you all to just pick a gift. Just pick a gift. (laughs) 
Okay? Now, this is interesting because I believe each one of them had something in mind when they picked the gift. Now, the gift came to them. They didn't have to do anything, but they had to receive it because if they never received it, it won't be a gift. Hello, somebody. Now, y'all stand right there, okay? Just, just, just stand right there. Pastor, play it. You from Kalamazoo, Michigan, right? Yes, sir. You, you're a pastor there, right? I am. Okay. All right. I'm going to read a scripture. And here's the scripture. It's found in Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. And it says, God says, and I will give you pastors accordingly to my heart and shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Y'all heard that, right? Now, when y'all look at this man, can anybody tell me what they see? Uh-huh. Huh? Huh? Okay. We're going we're gonna to rewind. <laughs> now, you are from Kalamazoo, right? Yes. And you're a pastor there, right? Yes. Okay, let me read the scripture. Jeremiah, <laughs> chapter 3, verse 15. And I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Now, when y'all see him, what do y'all see? Okay. Y'all almost this. I gave y'all what? No, what did I give y'all? When you, huh? A what? A what? Okay, Jeremiah 3.15, and I will give you pastors. You see, first of all, you need to understand that when God gives you a pastor, he's giving you a what? A A what? A A what? You see, you need to catch that. Because you see, if you don't realize that God has given you a gift, I said God. I didn't say you went out and earned it. I say, God, are y'all with me? You see, when you see him, you ought to see a gift. All right? Okay, he is a gift. Pastor, come here. If you are a member of Forest, you ought not to see a gift. You ought to see the gift. Oh, y'all ain't catching me because somebody should be shouting by now. Somebody should be shouting now. I distinctly said if you are a member of force. Because you see, he's a gift. Oh, y'all ain't catching yeah. me. But, but God has given force the gift for the house here. Now, I'm almost finished my sermon. I said almost. 
He's a pastor in Kalamazoo. But God has given you a gift in the pastor. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? So when you see Pastor Jamal, you ought to be seeing him through the eyes of God first as a what? As a what? I can't hear y'all. A what? Now, when somebody gives you something, okay, you can have a seat for a moment. Take, take, take. Leah. Come here, Emma. Bling, bling. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have to earn this? No. Huh? No. What was it? Was it a gift? Yes. Do you treat it any kind of way? Y'all better catch what I'm saying. You see, when you understand that somebody has given you a gift, you just don't treat it any kind of way. Praise God. Are, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Now, that's right. Give it up. Give it up. Amen. Amen. Okay, you can have a seat back. You can have a seat back. Okay, now let me go back to y'all. Now, I had three gifts here, and each one of y'all had an opportunity to choose a gift, okay? Now, when you, who chose first? When you chose first, what were you thinking? Listen, y'all, listen. Okay? Okay? And when you pick what you did? Okay? Now, notice what Red said. I like the way it looked. It matched my outfit. (laughs) Now, this is important because some folks in church, they look at pastors and they look at the way they look. And then they want to hello somebody. But I got news for you. These gifts are the same, but they ain't equal. They're the same, but they ain't equal. Now, in the house of God, there's other gifts that God's going to put in the body. But all those gifts, even though they're equal, they're not the same. Because first of all, let me give you an example. Uh, Open yours and tell me what you see inside yours. Okay, what do you see in yours? Huh? You see dirt? Okay. All right. Now, y'all heard what she said. Okay. Yeah, put, put, put your dirt in there. Okay. Now, you come pour your dirt in there. 
Now, what was in yours? You said dirt, right? <laughs> now, she saw me at the beginning pour the dirt in that envelope. But she didn't realize what was in the dirt. Some of y'all look at your pastor and you don't realize what's in him. Y'all better catch me. Because see, this is leading me down the road to our text today. The text says, follow me as I follow Christ. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Follow me as I follow Christ. Now, they had no idea that what was in these envelopes, that one of them, even though they were equal, but they weren't the same. Catch me? Pastor Jamal is a man. But ain't all he is. He's a God sent man. How do I know he's God sent? How, how do I know that? Is it because I got a PhD? No. The book says, and I will give you pastors according to my heart. Y'all see that? Which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Now, here's what I want you to get. If you don't accept the gift, you'll never follow the gift so that the gift can give you understanding and knowledge. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Now, I want y'all to keep this in mind. Don't ever try to judge the book by the cover. You see, because some people say, well, Pastor Jamal, he's nice, he's young. They ain't got nothing to do with it. Because if you check the book, when God anointed David, he wasn't an old man. Hello, some, come on, come on. Somebody ought to be with me. You want to follow him as he follows Christ simply because God has given you a gift. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So before you determine that you called him, you elected him, you better first remember that God gave you a what? God bless y'all. Keep your reward, girl. <laughs> Somebody say, you're almost done. Now, our text today is in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. And here we have Paul setting up the stage for the Corinthians. So I want you to go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. 
11 verse 1. When you get it, say Jesus. I need to hear a few more Jesus. Keep turning the pages. It's in the New Testament. Oh, glory to God. And if your Bible like mine, it's just page 940. <laughs> Let us pray. Because that was just my introduction, y'all. That was just, you know, like a prelude. <laughs> Let us pray. Eternal Heavenly Father, we come once again thanking you and praising you for all your many blessings. Thanking you for your kindness, your mercy, and your grace. Thanking you that you are our Abba Father. That we can come to you, Lord God. Now, Father, I ask now that I would decrease, but let your word and power increase. Father, I declare by the power of the Holy Spirit that your word today is going to fall on good ground. And the enemy will not be able to come kill it, steal it, snatch it away. But it's going to perform that which you have already ordained. In the mighty, magnificent name of Jesus Christ, we pray. All in agreement with that said? Amen, amen. Truly, Forrest, I do want to thank you for taking out the time to celebrate God and the gift that he has given you in minister Pastor Jamal. Now, our text today, as we know, Paul is the writer. And it's interesting in reviewing the words and understanding uh, what he is saying is going to help us hopefully become stronger in what we know. And for those of us that didn't know, we will come to the point of knowing. Now, Paul here says some interesting words here. These words, be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Now, these words, follow me, were uttered, okay, by one who used to be one who crucified Christians. <coughs> Are y'all hear what I'm saying? I want you to see the picture. Here we have Paul, one who made it his business, his vocation, to go around and crucify, in the name of God, Christians. Now he's telling Corinthians, Follow me as I follow Christ. These words, follow me, were uttered by one who had a clear understanding that he was not a superordinary per person, but yet allowed God to do superordinary things in his life. These words was uttered by one who was left dead on several occasions. He says, follow me as I follow Christ. Now just understanding, understanding just a little bit about his resume, somebody might say, are you crazy? You were left several times to be dead, and you want me to follow you? Hello, somebody. Some of y'all might be raising that same question when we look at your pastor. You from Chicago. 
You want me to follow you? Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? But I want to encourage you to hear the whole story. He says, follow me as I follow Christ. Do you realize that Paul had many trainees and uh, he could have come up with many reasons to not even give that invitation. Hello, somebody. But he's setting an example for you and me. What are you saying, Pastor? He's giving them an invitation. Follow me as I follow Christ. How many of you have given that invitation? Or are you satisfied and sanctified in your own salvation? Hello, lights. Paul was not satisfied in his own salvation. Paul wanted to encourage others to taste and see Oh, glory to God. How good God is. How many of you are telling somebody, follow me, as I follow Christ? Now, today we are celebrating and thanking God for the gift of Pastor Jamal. But that is not the only focus. Because if Pastor Jamal was up here, he would tell you, It's really not about him. It's about Jesus. Paul would tell us the same thing today. Don't follow me because I'm Paul. Follow me because I'm following Christ. Hello, somebody. Do I have a witness out there today? Paul was saying, in other words, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Somebody once told me that imitation is the highest form of flattery. Hello, somebody. They told me that that, that if somebody wants to imitate you, that is the highest form of flattery. Now I need to put a pause right there for a moment, and I need to ask just a few questions. When you look at your pastor... Is there anybody want to imitate him? I can't hear y'all. You see, first of all, you need to ask yourself, is the gift doing what the gift is supposed to do? Now, Jeremiah made it clear. I, God, give you pastors that they might what? Feed. Y'all hear what I'm saying? If your pastor are feeding you, then you ought to want to imitate him by feeding others. Y'all going to catch this in a minute. You see, if he's doing his job of feeding you, you ought to want to imitate him and feed others. You may come in as a member of force and everybody except you is in your family is unsaved. 
But if you're sitting under the teaching and preaching of your pastor and you're being fed, you should not want to just eat it up and sop it up all by yourself. Hello, somebody. You ought to want to suck it in so you can squeeze it out when you get home. Hey! Oh, glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He's feeding you so that you can feed others. Paul is setting an example here for us. As Christians, we should not be following the world. The world ought to be following us. We should not want to imitate the world. We should be living in such a way that the world is want to follow us as we follow Christ. Now, notice Paul is using this to get people to keep moving forward in life. Paul knew that he was following Jesus, so he didn't hesitate to tell the Corinthian Christians to imitate his walk. Pastor Jamal is not confused. He knows he's following Christ, and he wants Forrest to follow Christ. That's why he says to Forrest, follow me as I follow Christ. Now, I need to stop right there for a moment. I'm almost done, I think. If you're following him as he followed Christ, that don't mean he's got to get your permission before he do what God is telling him to do. Hello, somebody. Are, are, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? When you in the armed forces and you have a leader, you don't go up to the captain, the sergeant, or lieutenant and say, well, yeah, I know you got your orders from on high, but let me talk to you and let me see. No. <laughs> you don't do that. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hearing me? As a body of Christ who understands that God has given a gift to force, you ought to follow the gift so the gift can keep on giving. Paul says here, imitate me. As I imitate Christ. Paul was simply trying to tell his young associate Timothy to lead the people according to how God is teaching us to lead the people. I don't have time to go into it, but 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 12, it tells us that as believers, we ought to be an example of believers in the word, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity, and on and on and on. Hello, somebody. Because God wants to build his kingdom so that the world can see that he yet lives. I got a question today. Is God dead? I can't hear y'all. So we've got to live a way that we show the world that our Savior yet lives. 
Too many leaders are telling folks to follow them, but yet they're not leading God's way. Now let me explain something to you. Let me explain that to you. God is always a God of order. God is always a God of order. Nowhere will you find from Genesis to Revelation where he is not a God of order. Amen? He, he's a God of order. What are you saying? I would venture that there's probably somebody in the congregation that might know more than pastor. I would venture somebody in the congregation has lived longer than pastor. I would venture that somebody in the congregation probably has more money than pastor. I would venture to say that there's somebody in the congregation that might think that pastor needs help listening to God. How do you say that, preacher? Well, I'm sure somebody has come up to him and say, pastor, let me tell you what God told me to tell you to do. As if God don't know his address. How do I know he knows his address? Because he sent the gift here. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Everybody in the church has a job to do. But everybody's job ain't the same. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Follow him as he follow Christ. That's what we're supposed to do. He goes on and he outlines a couple of things and I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. Today we have folks who are willing to say what Paul said. Follow me as I follow Christ. And you can only say that when you have confidence that you are following Christ. Now we have some leaders in our world today are not following Christ. And they know they're not following Christ. And so you hear them saying stuff like, I ain't nobody's role model. Don't look at me. But a man of God who God has called, should never say, don't look at me. Hello, somebody. No, no, he should always say, look at me. Follow me as I follow Christ. Now, Paul makes this statement. And he is not just giving us a statement, but as I said earlier, it's an invitation. Because he's not forcing anybody to follow. Hello, somebody? And guess what? God ain't going to force anybody to follow. 
And guess what? Pastor Jamal ain't going to force anybody to follow. Because then, you know what? He'd be out of order. Hello, somebody. Now, in Jeremiah, he says that I will give you pastors according to my heart. And they shall feed. Y'all remember that? Now, you need to understand, there are probably a whole lot of gifted people in leadership here. Somebody should have said amen. (laughs) But in the midst of all of that talent and giftedness, it's only one person that God is holding responsible to feed the sheep. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Only one. And that's the gift that he has given. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? God said, I'll give you pastors after my own heart and they will feed you. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? With that wisdom and knowledge and understanding. But if you don't eat, You won't get fed. And it's not because there's no food on the table. Hello, somebody. You know how some of us is? I don't like that pastor preaching on forgiveness. He don't know what I went through. Ooh, pastor preaching on singleness. Shoot, but he already married. Hello, lights. You see, you can't pick and choose what you're going to eat if you're going to follow. Thank you, thank you. Somebody understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You see, when he has the responsibility to feed you, it's not based upon your menu. It's based upon the menu that God gives him to give to you. And so when he feeds, your job is to eat. Hello, somebody. Now, I I need to tell you this. I need to tell you this. Sometimes eating, it ain't good. Now, notice what I said. Sometimes eating is not good. I didn't say that the food was no good. Oh, y'all going to catch me? (laughs) Y'all going to catch me? You see, sometimes the food is good, but we don't want to eat it because it's the truth. And the truth sometimes hurts. Hello, somebody. But see, when he tells you to follow him as he follows Christ, it ain't about your feeling. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? No, 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 Paul was not telling Timothy and the rest of them to follow him as he followed Christ based upon their feelings. Got to tell you something else. When he was 
Paul was teaching them. Do you realize they didn't get to choose what time to eat? Hello? You know how some of us is? No. Paul delivered the food, the message, whenever God gave it to him. Hello, somebody. It didn't matter what he's saying. I'm saying sometimes we get so caught up in tradition. We want to squeeze out what God is saying. Hello, somebody. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. I'm closing. I want to give you a couple of reasons for you to do a self-examination. Somebody say self-examination. You see, I'm not going to try to uh, tell you where you are as it is in terms of you following your pastor. Now, I, I, I pastor church, and I can tell you I know I do not pastor every member whose name is on the road. How do I know that? Because they don't show up for Sunday school. They don't show up for Bible study. They don't volunteer. Hello, somebody. You see, because those that are willing to follow me as I follow Christ, I don't have to pump and prime them to praise God. Hello, somebody. Those that are following me as I follow Christ, I don't have to call them and remind them 27 times that Sunday school meets at 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. Bible studies on Wednesday. Those that follow me as I follow Christ, I don't have to go rent a sign to fly across the air. It's Bible study time. So let me give you, let me give you Something that you can do a self-examination as to why you ought to follow him as he follows Christ. First thing, you ought to follow him as he follows Christ. Because he's following the right person. Hello, somebody. He's following the right person. What do you mean he's following the right person? Your pastor is following the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the redeemer, the one who was willing to die, not just for your sin, my sin, but for all sin. Hello, somebody. Your pastor is following the one that is sinless. Hello, somebody. That's a good reason, y'all, to want to follow him because he's following the right person. Hello, somebody. He, he, he's following the one that was a gift himself. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> he's following the one that was a gift himself. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, God commanded his, law, his, his, his love toward us that he gave his only son. That's a gift, y'all. 
So if, if you, you've been scratching your head trying to figure out why should I follow my pastor, you ought to follow him first because he is following the right person. I wish I had a witness up in here. Now, it's not that he didn't have no choice. He know who Mohammed is. He know about Buddha. He know about Confucius. He know about Harry Christmas. He know who Oprah is. He from Chicago. <laughs> but he's following the right person. Hello, somebody. You see, you can't get right if you're following the wrong person. Hello, somebody. You got to follow the right person who's following the right person so you can get it right. That's why you ought to be willing to say, yeah, I'm going to follow my pastor. I might not agree with everything he said, but I'm going to follow him. Why? Because he's following the right person. My pastor may not know all. But he's following the right person who knows all. Hello, somebody. Oh, come on. Are y'all hearing me? He's following the right person. He's modeling himself. He's imitating the one who is worthy of being imitated. He's not telling us just like Paul was not telling Timothy and them to follow him just because of him. No. Follow me as I follow Christ. So the first reason is what? I can't hear y'all. Second reason, you ought to follow your pastor. Not only is he following the right person, but guess what? He's following the right plan. Hello, somebody. What, what is that plan? That plan is called salvation. Hello, somebody. That plan is called the gospel. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? He's not trying to build his kingdom. He's building the kingdom of God, and he wants your help. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? He's got the right plan. The plan is not a self-centered plan. No, 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 no. The plan is a Christ-centered plan. Hello, somebody. That's why you want to follow your pastor. He got the right person and he got the right plan. Hello, somebody. That's what Paul was trying to show Timothy. Follow me as I follow Christ. Do you realize that not every preacher preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ? Hello, somebody. Do you realize that not every preacher preaches the plan of salvation? Hello, somebody. Oh, there's a lot of folks got the wrong plan. They got the plan of prosperity. Name it, grab it, claim it. Hello, somebody. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But you got a pastor who has the right plan. He's trying to 
Feed you so that you can feed others to let them know that there's only one way to heaven. Hello, somebody. There is only one way. Hello, somebody. There is only one faith. There's only one baptism. There's only one God. Hello, somebody. He's got the right plan. And that plan will lead you to eternal life. Hello, somebody. That's why you want to follow your pastor. You want to follow him because he's following the right person. He's following the right plan. And finally, oh, glory to God. He's got the right purpose. What's the purpose? The purpose is love. Hello, somebody. The purpose is love. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Brothers and sisters, you and I are here for a purpose. And that is to show a dying world that we serve a living Savior. And we need to show that by our love. The Bible puts it this way. He says, by this, by this, then they will know that you are my disciples. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody here that loves the Lord? I say, is there anybody here that loves the Lord? So you have a pastor that if you didn't ever know why you should follow him, I just gave you a prescription. Hello, somebody. I'm following my pastor because he's following the right person. I'm following my pastor because he's got the right plan. I got following my, my pastor because he's following the right purpose. Hello, somebody. So as I close, I want to encourage us to keep on, keep it on. Continue to honor the gift that God has given you in your pastors. Let's put our hands together and thank God for the gift. Let's thank God that he's given us an example to your pastor. And he's telling us just like Paul told Timothy, follow me as I follow Jesus, God bless you.